Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica here. This week, we're going to talk all about how to make yourself a priority and how to show up for yourself. It's not always easy to do that, and it took me a while to get into the habit, so I wanted to share a couple things that have helped me do so along the way. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm so excited for this week's episode. I apologize if I still sound a little stuffed up. I'm on the tail end of my COVID experience at this time of recording, but I want to make sure we got an episode out for you all this week. So I apologize if I sound a little sick, but we're on the up and up. We're on the mend. But it's been it's been a tough one. I'm not going to lie. It's It's a weird time right now. I know I personally... I only felt really sick like one or two days, but I've just been out of it. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, I don't necessarily feel sick, but I don't feel myself. And so it's just kind of a weird time. So I apologize if I found if I sound stuffy, if I'm stumbling a little bit as I already am, because cognitively I am not as there as I usually am, but that's okay. So let's start. What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for Postmates. And I'm grateful for Kyle for providing me dinner while I've been sick. So that may sound like a very basic thing, um, but I'm grateful for Postmates because I love Kyle and I'm going to shout him out here a little bit, but um, he's not someone that loves to cook. And his version of cooking is usually like taking me to dinner when it's his nights to cook or like getting us food. And I definitely have been not feeling well. And honestly, since I've been sick, the last thing he wants is me like, touching his food and preparing his food. So we've been doing a lot of um, ordering in this week. So thank God for Postmates. It's been very easy to use. It's ridiculously expensive. Oh my gosh. Like the fees are crazy. The fees are crazy. They blow my mind, but I'm really grateful that we have the technology to do that. And um, Kyle bought a million cans of soup. So shout out to that (laughs) soup. Soup and Postmates has been get me through COVID 2023. So yeah, keep an eye, keep an eye out there, guys. Stay safe, uh, stay healthy. You know, I don't really know where I got it from. I'm gonna kind of assume the airport, but who knows? Who knows? Now, what am I loving? I'm loving knitting, and this ties into Erica being sick. I was so bored yesterday. I was technically allowed to be out of isolation, so I put on a mask and I went to the store and I got a shit ton of yarn, and I'm like, I'm gonna knit myself a blanket. So. And because I was so fucking bored, I bought Netflix again. I've not had Netflix in a while, but you know, I love Hulu, but 
our TV's a little old. We need an upgrade. And I wasn't able to get Hulu on the TV, but I was, I was able to get Netflix and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. It's like 15 a month, whatever. I want shit to watch. This is worth it to me. And like, I've been home more. So I'm like, yeah, it's kind of nice to have on, in my opinion, it's nice to have stuff on in the background when I'm like doing chores or doing basic work. So I have been enjoying that. I watched a lot of great British bake off yesterday while starting my knitting project. And that's what I'm currently loving. I used to knit all the time. I love it. I haven't had projects in a while. So I was like, let's tackle taking a blanket. I've never made myself a blanket and I am a blanket girly. I love blankets cause like you do not need another one. And I'm like, but I do. Cause there's literally never too many. I'm in the, I'm of the opinion of you cannot have too many blankets. That's just me. That's my two hot takes. And that's also something I'm currently loving. I still am loving that two hot takes podcast. It is so fun. It is so fun. It's kind of crazy. The shit you hear on that is wild. People are wild and over there, but I mean, I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. If you want just like something a lot more relaxing, maybe one day I'll do like some Reddit advice because why not? But this week, we are actually going to be doing a listener request. So I reached out to a couple of my loyal listeners because I was like, honestly, with COVID brain right now, I was like, what do I want to talk about? Like this week, I've just been sick. What do I want to talk about? And someone was like, I, I would love to hear ways that you have been able to show up for yourself, like learning how to show up for yourself. I was like, you know what? Why not? And also, guys, really quick, I love angel numbers. You know that. The two times I have looked down at the little uh, recording thing, it was at 333 and 444 for my uh, recording of this video. So how cool is that? Gotta love angels are on our side. Makes my heart so happy. So I want to talk this week about ways to show up for yourself. And I was thinking, I was like, how to even put this into words? Because honestly, I will say I have always been a people pleaser for most of my life, but at the same time, I've always been very opinionated and I have always been someone that stands up for myself. That is just who I am. But I do think standing up for yourself and showing up for yourself are very different things because so many times we're people pleasers, we make other people priority in our life. So it's like, how do you get in the habit of making sure that you're making yourself a priority, that you are showing up for yourself, showing up for your dreams, showing up for your goals? So I wanted to dive into that today upon listener requests. So thank you to our listener who requested this topic. And if you have topics you want me to talk about, shoot me a text, shoot me a DM, shoot me a message on whichever platform, comment on the YouTube, whatever the case may be. Also, do not forget, guys, we post these on YouTube. So if you're a YouTuber, take a look, take a listen, subscribe. It means the world. Whenever you guys subscribe, follow, it helps our numbers so incredibly much. It helps us get the word out. And I have been loving doing this, so I just want it to keep growing, keep expanding so that I can keep making these videos. And um, yeah, it's been a ton of fun for me. I really enjoy it. Now, what are ways that you can start to show up for yourself? First, quick Dunkin' Ice coffee break because I'm finally feeling good enough to have coffee and I need in my pumpkin coffee fix because it is com it is coffee season. Also, this sound, you hear that? Some ASMR shit right there. Mm. love love okay so apologize for the sniffles how are ways that i show up for myself in my life so the first thing is you really need to treat yourself with respect you need to learn to respect yourself because if you do not respect yourself 
other people are not going to respect you. And that can be kind of hard to do, especially a lot of times, you know, I look at life through the lens of an adult child with from a dysfunctional family. And I honestly think a lot of us are that. I'll be quite blunt. A lot of people don't know what that means. But I think many, many people in our society come from dysfunctional homes of one way or another. And it really, really, really impacts you. And I think one of the ways it impacts you is it really affects your self-esteem and it really affects how much you respect yourself. And I think the first thing you need to do if you're trying to show up for yourself is learn how to treat yourself with respect. So that is learning how to listen to your instincts, listen to your intuition. If you have a gut no, that no, I don't want to do something. No, I don't want to partake in this relationship. No, I don't want to do this, that, or the other thing. It is really, really important in my opinion to be mindful of that and to listen to those cues because your body knows you innately know what's best for you. And when you can respect your own intuition, I really think it helps to build confidence. It helps to build trust within yourself. It helps to just treat yourself with respect. And when you treat yourself with respect, you are much more likely to have other people treat you with respect because what you put out into the world is more likely what you're going to get back. That is a universal law. Take a listen to our universal law episodes if you want to hear more about those. But the first thing, the key, in my opinion, is to treat yourself with respect. And I've not always done this. I have not always done this. When I was actively drinking, I was not treating myself with respect. And I do think that is one reason why myself going sober was so powerful because it was a very active way that I started to treat myself with respect. I was respecting my body, respecting my mind. And, you know, honestly, this may sound a little silly, but you can treat yourself with respect in so many different ways. It can be through your nutrition, through movement, through what you put, like what you consume, through your mental, mental capacity, the, the content you consume, the way you move your body, like the exercise you do or do not do. And that's where for me, having like some sort of exercise routine, having some sort of healthy eating routine, don't get me wrong. This morning, like today, I have not been eating well today. I have not been eating well today, partially because I'm sick, so I'm just not fucking hungry. Um, that's one. I'm like having to force feed myself like fruits and veggies. I'll be honest. God bless Juice Plus. It is helping me bridge the gap. I actually need to take it still today. Um, love those fruit, fruit, veggie, and berry capsules. I've been taking them for years. Help with inflammation. Besides the point. Um, I think that when you treat your body in a way that it feels respected, it will help you to have more confidence. And it's why I'm such a proponent of like living a healthy lifestyle, because I think that when you live a healthy lifestyle, it is just showing yourself that you respect yourself. Now, again, that doesn't mean the fact that all I've had today is an iced coffee and a pumpkin muffin from Dunkin', which I'm sure is so terrible for me. I know that's not ideal, but I'm going to have a banana after this and I might make myself a protein shake with like fruit and shit in it. So like I'm trying guys, but I'm sick. Give me a break. But most of the time I'm very on my shit for how I eat, how I move my body and even myself slowing down and allowing myself to just be sick and be quote lazy is treating myself with respect because if I do not give my body time to heal, I will not heal. Right. And so treating yourself with respect is my first tip. We're going to have five total, but first treat yourself with respect because if you do not respect yourself, then other people are not going to respect you. So also take a moment to think about what are ways that I don't treat myself with respect right now? How can I change that? So for me, one way I do not treat myself with respect right now is I have been very much struggling with negative self-talk. 
I am really working on that right now. It is very difficult for me. Um, what in ACOA, we call it the intercritical parent. It's, it can be very, very difficult. And it is something that I battle often and it's gotten better. It has gotten better, but it is still a very real part of my life is just not being kind to myself. And, you know, I'm kind to myself in a lot of my actions, but not my words. And I know actions can speak louder than words, but words are also very important. I've heard this brought up several times lately, the whole concept of if you talk to a plant nicely, it will grow more. So if you talk to yourself nicely, you will grow more, right? Like I need to talk to myself nicer. That's something I'm working on, but it's important to treat yourself with respect. And I always try to put myself in the lens of, would I be okay with a friend getting treated that way? my best friend, my partner, if they were being treated that way, would I be okay with it? Right? So sometimes it's easier to put yourself in the shoes of being like the outsider looking in. Um, because sometimes it's just not natural for us to have that self love, which is a little sad. But I do think a lot of people struggle with that myself included. So I'm not hating just saying the second thing and this sounds so fucking simple. But honestly, I do not think enough people do it nowadays, especially in like the hustle culture that a lot of people are in in the rat race that a lot of people are in. And that is make time for the things you enjoy. And that is like your hobbies. If you do not have a hobby, get a fucking hobby. Okay. Like make time for things that you enjoy doing. You can have a lot of things. You can have a couple of things. You can have one thing. It does not really matter. Just make time for it. So for me, making time to knit, it sounds so small, but it is a way I'm showing up for myself because it is something I enjoy doing and I honestly haven't done it in forever. Or when I play the guitar, it is something I really enjoy doing. Or when I bake, it's something I really enjoy doing. And so I'm showing up for myself by um, taking the time to do the things that I enjoy. And I think one of the reasons that's important is because you are giving back to yourself. You cannot continuously pour, pour, pour from a cup. Once you keep pouring out of a cup, eventually you're going to run out of liquid. You need to put liquid back into the cup, right? So when you're doing things that you enjoy doing, hiking, camping, exercising, paddle boarding, um, I don't know, stamp collecting, whatever your hobby is, uh, painting or art or music or fashion, whatever it is that you enjoy, when you make time for it, you're making time to just give back to yourself to fill your cup up again right? And I think that's really important because again, it all comes back to respect. When you respect yourself enough to allow yourself to just have moments of happiness and joy and peace and relaxation, I think it's very, very important. And I think that again, you're setting the tone of, I am making time for myself. And when you make time for yourself, you're more likely to show up for yourself because your cup is full, because you're happier. I just think it's incredibly, incredibly important. And again, you're showing people how you want to be treated. Okay. Now, the next one is allow yourself to speak your truth. And this can be difficult, especially if you're a people pleaser, especially if you do not like confrontation. And this is not me saying, go be a bitch to everyone around you just because it's a quote, your truth. No, 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 no. That's not necessarily the case. Okay. But I do think it is a very important thing to exercise using your voice, allow you to use your voice. And it can be something so small. So for example, it was funny. I think I told the story last week. Kyle was like, what the fuck do you want for dinner? And I'm like, I don't know. And he was like, just tell me what you want. And then I was like, well, XYZ thing sounds good. And he's like, great, we're going to get that. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And it sounds so stupid, but I needed to be better about just speaking my truth and saying, what the fuck do I want? What do I want? What is my truth? I wanted Chinese food. Okay, great. We're getting Chinese food, like whatever the case may be. Or 
as simple as say you're sit, both sitting down to watch a TV show and your husband or partner or girlfriend or whomever is like, what do you want to watch? Allowing yourself to just say, what is it that you want? Because every time you do things like this, you are showing yourself that you are listening. You are paying attention to the cues. You are showing up for yourself. You are recognizing your own needs. And it sounds so fucking small and so stupid that a lot of you are probably like, what? But allowing yourself to speak your truth is incredibly important. And when you start it in the small ways, it gets a hell of a lot easier when it comes to big things. So for example, I think it is crucial when maybe you're in an argument with your partner, allow yourself to speak your truth and speak your side. And that doesn't mean that you need to be mean or nasty or defensive. But for example, if Kyle says something, because both of us run our mouths, if we say something and it upsets the other person, it is important if he goes, Erica, I really didn't like what you just said. It affected me in XYZ way. Or if I go, Kyle, love you so much. But when you said this, it made me feel like this. And it can be really important to say this. I especially like when you put it on yourself a little bit of like, I feel this because then it like takes away the defensiveness or this is what I would do. This is what I would think. This is how I feel. It's really, really important to show up for yourself and speak your truth. So for example, you know, I've just been like thinking future things and it can be a little tough sometimes because I'm like, well, what would I do if I can't have kids or if I never get married or if I don't do this or if I don't do that or if I do do this or if I do do that, is that what I want? You know, if Kyle and I like have the opportunity to move, like, do we want to move? What would that look like? Where would we go? Like, is that one of our goals? I don't know. And so it's one of those things where allowing yourself to speak your truth in little ways helps you for when the time comes where it really, really matters. Like if it really matters, it's really important to learn how to speak your truth, especially because if you do it in like the small moments of conflict, you're going to be able to do it in the bigger moments of conflict a hell of a lot easier because you've started to practice that, practice that. And, you know, I have a friend actually, and she's a listener. She shared with me how she recently like stood up to some of her family and that made my heart so happy to hear because it's like, that doesn't, I don't mean it in a bad way. Like it's so good to express like when you did this, it made me feel like this because guess what? Like there are consequences to actions. And if you cannot share how something affected you, that's not good. It's good to be able to share how you are being affected in life by things, right? I'm sorry if I'm like kind of rambling again, COVID brain, it's been very real this time around. I don't know why, but like cognitively, I'm just like all over the fucking place. <laughs> so I apologize, but it's really, really important to allow yourself to speak your truth. Okay. And it can be as small as no, I don't want coffee this morning. I want tea or you know what? Can we get pizza for dinner instead of burgers? Or you know what? When this was done or this was said, it really made me feel like this. Boom, boom, boom. It really is important to speak your truth because again, you know, if we're going to go deep with it as an adult child of like dysfunction, a lot of times as children, so many of us as children in society nowadays, we're not taught to speak our truth. I mean, how many people grew up and I'm not say saying this for myself necessarily. Um, I didn't always feel heard, but trust me, I fucking talked. So <laughs> they did not shut me up. Let me tell you, maybe it didn't really mean anything, but I was not shut up. That's for damn sure. But how many people, and I know a lot of people were raised like in the parents rules, that's it household. Your opinion does not fucking matter household. 
my house, my rules. Who knows that? I know that. I know that. My house, my rules. And now do not get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. Parents are the authority. Okay. I'm not, I'm not saying that ain't true. Cause trust me, if I have kids, I'm going to be having rules in my house. And that's just fucking it. That doesn't mean I'm not going to listen to my kids and hear their point and be like, why'd you do say, think that? Okay. But it's really important to learn how to speak your truth. Because again, it's showing that respect for yourself to allow yourself to communicate. So many of us have been suppressed for years. And it's also, uh, it allows you to build the muscle of it is safe for me to speak. How many people out there struggle because they don't feel safe to speak their mind? I do. Ironic that I have a goddamn podcast, but you know, here we are. It's been very healing for me. Um, but I have really struggled with not feeling safe to speak my truth because I wasn't always safe. Okay. It wasn't always safe for me to do that. And, or it didn't really fucking matter if I did, I wasn't safe regardless. Right. So that, that can be tough. It can be tough to break that down. So if you're someone that struggles to speak up, maybe think about why, why do I struggle to speak up and to allow my opinions to be heard? allow my truth to be heard. Cause we all have our own truth. We all have our unique way that we perceive life, right? We all have our own lived experiences. And I know a ton of religious people hate when I'm like, you have your own truth. Okay. May like, let's just take God or whatever you believe in out of it for a second. Okay. But every single person has a different life perspective because everyone has gone through life differently. That is your fucking truth. Okay. Great. Good talk. So, <laughs> I think a one way you can show up to yourself, show up for yourself is by learning how to exercise your voice. It is a powerful, powerful tool. Okay. So the next one, the fourth one is going to be spend time with your loved ones. I think it's really, really important again for showing up for yourself by filling up your cup with community. Everyone needs community. I am a firm believer, no matter how much of a loner you are, no matter how much of an introvert you are, no matter how much you like your downtime, your alone time, spending time with those you care about is really important because we are all communal creatures. Like we are communal by nature in my humble opinion. Okay. Like I'm not a fucking doctor, but in my opinion, from what I've seen, how many people struggled during the pandemic because of isolation. We are not meant to be isolated. So making intentional time to not be alone, to spend time with people that you care about is incredibly important. And maybe, maybe the people that you really care about are far away. Well, take some time to get on a Zoom, get on a FaceTime, get on the phone. Just spending time with loved ones, that quality time. I know it's not everyone's love language. Quality time is my love language. I'll be honest. Um, I fucking love good quality time with the people I care about. So maybe I'm just a little skewed. But I do think regardless of your quote love language, it is very important to spend time with those that you love and that love you. Because at the end of the day, like we need community. We need people that have our back. And I think that it's just another way to show ourselves some love and to show up for yourself because you are intentionally making time to do things that fill your cup. And I think spending time with those that are important to you and that matter to you is a great way to do that. Now, the last tip, and this may seem silly, I don't know, but I think it's very, very important on the opposite side of what I just said. So spend time with loved ones, tip four. Tip five, also create downtime for yourself. Maybe create some alone time. And this downtime doesn't necessarily have to be alone. I mean, one thing I love about Kyle and I 
is sometimes we both can get like overstimulated and we'll want to spend time together, but also like kind of want to do our own thing. So we'll have days where like when I'm not sick, where we're both home, but we're doing completely different things in different parts of the house. And that's great. And we have our own little downtime, but then we could come together later or you know, he especially doesn't mind doing this for me, which I so appreciate. But, um, or for example, like if I really want to watch a movie and do my nails, like I'll ask his opinion on the movie. Usually he doesn't give a shit. And he's like, can I just like chill on the couch with you while you do your thing? And I'll just kind of be on my phone half watching. And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And like, then we're both having that downtime to be able to put our brain on the shelf to just relax, to decompress. I think that our society has gotten so go, 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 whether or not you subscribe to the hustle culture per se, like in a work sense, I think so many people struggle with this concept of always being on the go, always having to go to the next thing, do the next thing, be the next thing. One of the biggest things I've struggled with since getting sick is just fucking slowing down. And I know I've been talking about this a lot more lately, this concept of slowing down, leaning into the feminine, et cetera, et cetera. But I know for me that this downtime of just relaxing, of forcing myself to knit and to just fucking watch TV, it's been so good for me and so relaxing. And yes, I got some stuff done today. And again, I'm still not feeling great. So like I didn't power clean the house, even though honestly, I could definitely clean this house. It kind of needs it right now, but I don't have the energy. So I did the dishes and I did the laundry and that's it. And that's good enough. And that's all that matters. Like good for me did some fucking laundry. It was needed. Gold fucking star. But now after this podcast, I'm probably going to edit it, get shit ready for the upcoming week, get it all ready to go. And then I'm going to fucking knit and sit on my ass and just fucking relax. Because guess what? You need to just relax. And all you parents out there, allow your children to learn to be bored. I think one of the biggest things that like I plan on doing when I have kids, if I have kids, is to help create this space of downtime for them where like maybe no screens, no like books, boredom, be bored, read a book, play a game, make some shit up, whatever. Allow yourself to just sit and relax and to just be. It's so important to allow yourself to just be. And honestly, I wish I was reading more books right now, but I'm not at the moment because again, the brain is all like wonky. Hopefully here soon because I got some good ones off Libby. Shout out to Libby if you're trying to get library books. It's a great app to do so for free. There's so many resources. I love it. Um, but creating downtime again, I think this helps you show up for yourself because again, one of the key ways you could show up for yourself, like one of the key parts of showing up for yourself is just recognizing your needs. Okay. Being able to assess what is it that I need? What is it that I can do for myself to make myself better today? right? And if you do not create that downtime, you are going to run out. You are going to burn out. That could be a reason why I'm sick, honestly, because I've been go, 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 and I've been stressed. And it's getting a little better, right? Like this forced downtime has actually been very good for me. It's been very, very good for me. I'm so thankful for it. And honestly, I'm going to like, I don't think push myself getting back into working out. Of course, I want to work out, but I feel like shit. Like I've been walking my dogs still every morning because honestly, like I've worked this whole time. I didn't, oops, sorry. I didn't take any time off to be sick and um, maybe I should have, but it was like the first day and I powered through. And then after that, every day I felt better. So I was like, mm, I don't need to take it now. I'm fine. Um, 
But regardless, my dogs like will not let me work if they do not get their walk in before work. So I was like, I got to walk them at least a little bit, but I'll be honest and did not go great for me. I did not feel good after. And like having this just downtime to just relax has been so crucial for me mentally. And I think when it comes to exercising again, I'm like, if I can barely handle a 20 minute walk with my dogs, I probably can't handle a 50 minute spin class. So I'm going to have to just like ease myself into it, honestly. And I was so scared about that. I'm weird about body image, weird about food. Um, I'm working on it. I should probably give you all like an update on that stuff here soon, but I'm not there yet. (laughs) I'm not there yet. And it's just an ongoing process for me. It's kind of like one of my biggest hurdles right now is just learning to love my physical self and um, showing up for myself in ways that I can are helping me with that healing process. So learning how to show up for yourself. So what are my tips? First, treat yourself with respect. Second, make time for the things that you enjoy. Third, allow yourself to speak your truth. Fourth, spend time with loved ones. And then five, spend time with yourself, create downtime for yourself. And again, this downtime could be in a group setting if you want, but just allow yourself to have time, to have space, to put your brain on a shelf and to just fucking relax. Gusfabra. Okay. Meditate, relax, get your feet wet, get it in nature, ground, whatever, whatever you got to do. Just be a little lizard and get some sunshine. Just let the sun hit your skin and just relax, whatever the case may be, okay? It may sound really random. I hope these tips helped. And it sounds so self-explanatory. It really does because I was like, how how do I show up for myself? And I'm like, these are the ways. These are the ways that I show up for myself. And when you do it in little ways every single day, over and over and over, you are just building the habit of showing up for yourself. And it is going to help you to show up for yourself in the big moments when you really fucking need the courage, right? Okay. Now let us see what the universe wants us to know because I have not pulled a chakra card yet. So let's, let's see what the cards say today. I've been loving them lately. So let's, uh, let's take a look. Okay. I love that we pulled this card today. We pulled the play card. As you can see, it has some pretty artwork of dolphins on there. And the play card is connected to the heart chakra. If you have a rose quartz crystal, or I personally use a pineapple quartz crystal, that is what I would recommend if you were going to meditate with a crystal on this. And I love this because this card really ties into today's theme. So this is a reminder to make time for play. Did I not just talk about downtime and creating space and filling up your cup and how important that is for showing up for yourself? Play is a key part of that, okay? Life may be getting you down, may stressing you out. You may have so many commitments, day-to-day commitments that are causing a mountain of stress. Well, one of the most powerful ways to combat that is via play, okay? And think about it. When was the last time you played? The heart chakra needs this play, needs this joy to help fill up the cup right? So it can bring deep connection to yourself, to the cosmos and help you to just, I really think that joy is such a powerful emotion and feeling that can help heal and release so many things. So if you're feeling so much stagnant energy, if you are feeling down and out, if you are just like struggle busing, make time to incorporate play. I really encourage you to do this one. I've been doing this. So for example, for me right now, that is my knitting. And it may sound like how is knitting play, but it's something I really enjoy doing, right? Or playing the guitar. That's something I enjoy doing. So think about what is it that lights your soul on fire? What is it that you enjoy doing? 
Okay. Play is such an amazing tool for you to use to add a more joy, more like good energy to your life. And it is going to help to heal that heart chakra. If you're struggling with maybe some mother wounds, if you're struggling with um, some heartbreak or some suffering, infuse play into your life because it will bring joy. So again, this is a way to show up for yourself. Show up for yourself and think about what are ways that I enjoy to play. Like how many times have you thought about play as an adult? Probably not a lot because I think that is one of the reasons why adults are so stressed out all the time because they do not make time for play, right? And I am really grateful. My parents always had their own activities. You know, my mom always went to book club. My dad always golfed or skied. And I'm glad that they showed like, hey, I can have activities as an adult that are for me not for you kids. They are for me. And like, of course my mom encouraged reading and my dad taught us to golf and ski. Like, so I'm not saying that, but you know what I mean? They had their like own adult groups or they went and did things they enjoyed. And I think that is fucking crucial. Okay. So make time for play for you today. Again, meditate if you want with a rose quartz crystal, or I have a pineapple quartz crystal and it is very beneficial. Make time for yourself. Do not give up on yourself. Showing up for yourself is a skill. Okay. Is it a skill that you can practice? So just remember that you are worthy and deserving of showing up for yourself. I think a lot of times, especially children of dysfunctional families, do not believe that they're even worth showing up for. And I'm telling you right now, I do not give a flying fuck what your past is, what your history is. You matter and you deserve to show up for yourself. Okay. You deserve it. So any limiting belief, any negative mindset in your head that's like, ah, I don't deserve to show up for myself. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Yes, you do. I believe in you. I love you. I care about you. And I just want to say thank you to the listener who came up with this topic this week, who asked the question. I hope it was helpful. Please send me some feedback. Y'all, if you have topics, you're like, I'd really love to hear about this. If it's even a specific question about something I talked about in an episode or something general like sobriety or trauma or relationships, whatever the case may be, where you're like, I need to get a little more empowered in this area of my life. Can you help me do that? Like, I would love to do that. So please, please, please send me a message, send me a DM. If you are not subscribed, guys, please subscribe, whether it's on YouTube or Apple um, or on Spotify. Spotify, follow, subscribe, whatever the word is, please do so. It really helps. It's going to notify you when new episodes are out. And please, I'm trying to grow my YouTube. So if you can please subscribe on YouTube, it would mean the world to me. Um, I have all these episodes in a playlist. You can see that. And then I have a couple other videos out once I'm sick or once I'm not sick, I'm going to be diving back into that. Um, But share it with your friends, share it with your family, guys. Like I am so appreciative. We have a loyal fan base that y'all who listen like all the time. I so appreciate you guys. I see the numbers. My Phoenix community is coming out strong. My Michigan community is coming out strong. And then we literally have hit so like every continent, I think, except for Antarctica. I'm pretty sure I'd have to look at the map again, but we have hit like so many places across the world. I'm so grateful for you guys. So grateful for you showing up and being a fan. So if you've not rated, reviewed, and subscribed, please, please, please do so. It really does help us spread the word, get other people to see the podcast. Um, Please share it with your friends, your family, share it on your stories, share it on your whatever social media, like it means the world. And we cannot do this without you. We cannot grow this community without you. And whenever you guys tell me that you shared it with a friend, it means the fucking world. 
So send me your feedback, send me topics you want me to talk about. If you want advice, like we could do a Q&A episode or a listener write-in episode of like specific questions, I would love to do that. So thank you so much for those who have chimed in, who have said things they'd like to hear on the pod. It means the world to me. I love you guys so much. We have the best fans. We have the best group and community. So thank you guys so, 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 so much. I love you so much. Do not forget to stay empowered. I will see you guys next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode, and of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you, so don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.